traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. WebmasterRadio.fm presents a show custom built to give you everything you need to build your business on the web. WebmasterRadio.fm presents CEO Coach. From funding the finance, set up the staffing, our CEO coaches break down the art of business development from the ground up. Now here to get you started are the experts of online business startup, management, and development. The founders of Outlines Venture Group, Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy. Welcome to CEO Coach. This is Ann Kennedy. I'm here with Jillian Music, co-founder of Moz. Good morning, Jillian. Hi, Ann. Good to see you again. It's great to be here on this beautiful Monday morning. Together, Jillian and I are serial entrepreneurs helping online companies launch, grow, pivot, and thrive. Find out more at outlinesventure.com. So, Jillian, today we want to talk about what information to share about your company, with whom and when. In other words, corporate transparency for startups. Oh, yes. So, what do you know and what do you tell them? Well, the less you know, the less you have to tell anybody. That sounds like a pretty good plan, doesn't it? (laughs) Uh, Maybe not. Not Head head in the sand, right? Let's keep those. Yeah, sounds good. (laughs) Right. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, you'd be shocked how many companies I know actually operate that way. If we don't know it, we don't have to share it. Don't look at that. That's just insanity. And we talk about a lot about data and about its value and that which is measured can be improved. Thank you, Lord Kelvin. But we seriously need to, to think about the volume of information that you do have. What's the difference between data and what would be really useful information to whoever's about to receive it? And then figure out how you segment your audiences so that you're not kind of leaning over backwards the other way that says, oh, we are fully transparent. And that means you tell everybody everything all the time. That would be like having a brain that couldn't sift through data to remember what was important and what wasn't. There are actually people on this planet who have that physical problem. They forget nothing. It is as important to them that they notice that the fan was oscillating on that warm summer day on, you know, 1976 and the 7th of July as the fact that, I don't know, their sibling got married last week. It's the same relative value inside their brains. So having that kind of a memory is not always quite useful, right? So let's not deal with our data in that way. We have to first compartmentalize it. And secondarily, we have to prioritize it. Let's take a look. 
So let's talk about what you know about your company and what you need to know about your company. So the first thing, of course, is everybody says, I want to know everything about my company. And the answer is, yeah, not really, right? You don't really need to know how many minutes it took to create a chart for your customer service team to improve their response times to their customers. It might have taken 40 hours of labor because the guy who created it was doing it for the first time. But what you do need to know is that the customer service has a leader in the making on that team because he took it upon himself or herself to go and build that thing. What you need to look for is somehow the deeper information. Just because it was the first time they ever created such a, a chart or a system or something doesn't mean they won't get better at it in the future. The fact that they took initiative is something that should be on your radar as a leader in your company. Get the difference? Oh, so, yeah. All right. So oh, what yeah. do you need to know that is the customer service you know, leader, right? You've got one in the making, but then what are you going to do with them? All right. So now... What you do need to keep your eye on is actually very few metrics that tell you whether you're succeeding or failing, all right? So, and, you know, metrics around that sort of thing, we look at that in search marketing all the time, right? We, we look at right. those things as a matter of the web-based statistics and stuff, like, you know, how many mentions your brand is getting out there in the industry and in the groups that matter to you. Not just in general, but the groups that matter to you, right? Those would be your potential clients, right? So the engagement is there for your, you know, how much engagement is there in your content? If you post a blog, do you get comments? Do others' posts address the issue that you brought up after you sparked the conversation? Have you become the center of conversation around your subject, around the planet, really? You know, you want to look at simple stuff like the number of visitors, but you also want to look at time on site and social engagement and sentiment value. Those are the kinds of simple things that will tell you whether your company is in trouble or whether it's expanding happily in the marketplace, right? Makes sense, yeah? Oh, yeah. And also, yeah. I'd like to add that counting this over a time frame, like uh, month over month, week over week, will tell you a lot more than just an aggregated from the start number. Absolutely. So if you're getting into the weeds a bit on things like, you know, the marketing issues, you do want to certainly look at, you know, week over week, uh, we posted this and it did better than some other subject that we talked about and so on and so forth. That's kind of getting in the weeds. But are you as a CEO, even if you are doing the marketing as well, you don't want to look at it from a weeds point of view. You want to stand on the top and say, and in aggregate over the year, how are we doing? rather than, you know, this week and last week and the week before. Yeah. You, you want to keep a vague eye on the weeks, but get bigger. Stay out of the weeds. I get it. Yeah, totally. Stay out of the weeds as often as you can. And if you have to wear both hats, uh, put on your different hat as you look at different things. So inside an organization, for example, you want to know how the staff is doing. All right. Those are things that you don't necessarily look at if you're doing the marketing end of it. You want to know how the staff is doing. You can leverage simple surveys and, you know, simplesurvey.com, literally. It's a very easy way to get things done right. You can get a bead on your, how your staff's feeling about working in your company, maybe what they need, what they want next. Maybe it's around ideas about what, what should happen in your platform next or whatever the heck it is, right? Have some real-life interactions in small groups and do it one-on-one -on -one as well. Gather data right, and measure it against the previous months and years. You want the quality of work, to, the, you know, the work environment to be really, really good, and that's an important metric as to whether or not your company is succeeding or failing, and you want to handle on that, right? And perhaps you want to share that even with your investors as well as with your people, even if that number's going down. And if it's going down, what you want to do is acknowledge it to your employees, your staff, right, your team members, and say, we're not as happy as we used to be. Let's fix it. 
and let them come up with ideas that will fix it. They will tell you why there is unhappiness and what can happen to make it better. Important stuff. So these life interactions, the one-on-ones, they get aggregated and then you can move on. Now, if someone's still asking you to, if you can eke out a laptop from a budget in year five and 10, you're not making progress. So you better be looking at your financials as well, right? So let's take a look at some of the thornier questions before we break with this segment here. The questions about what you would share with others and start by segmenting that into the groups, Right? As you take a look at data and information, the first thing you want to say is, who will I share it with? And then the importance of that data to that person will be looked at. So if I were running a company and looking at who I want to share data with, the first one on my list would be the team. The team is everybody in my company, employees, as well as my peers in terms of leadership. Okay? So the team. The second one is investors. The third one is things like bankers or lenders. Right? That's different than your investors. Customers and vendors. So if you're breaking sweat over the idea of sharing your financials with any of those, things are probably not going so well. And yeah, the, that's for sure. Time when it's most important to be really good. Yeah. So, and that's the time when it's really important to be good at sharing info and being straight about it specifically with the team, right? If things are tough, it's a really good idea to share that with your early stage startup team. First of all, they joined up knowing that it was going to be a tough go. They wanted to be part of a startup, right? Nobody has any illusions about that anymore. It's common knowledge. So there's actually this adrenaline rush that comes from working hard to overcome hard times. What they're going to want to see that there is that there are improvements. So you better be good at your decision-making too, at your job. They're looking to you to do that, right? But they're okay that it's tough today. So don't be afraid of that. Right? If you share the state of things clearly on a weekly or monthly report, the number of new customers, the visitors, other growth factors that affect your business and so on, it all makes sense to your team and they can see that their efforts are making a difference. So by showing improvements or declines over time, you can help get your team focused on what's important to them and on how they're doing. Right? If they don't have a benchmark to hit against, how can they reach it either? Right? There's nothing like a timeline to get the creative juices going to make things better. Your team will do it for you. Now, there's this collective feel-good, of course, in seeing things improve as a result of their effort. That's worth a million bucks or more, right? The collective celebration is what drives the foundations of good corporate culture. So get transparent when it becomes tough. We need to take a break, and then we'll come back and talk more about corporate transparency for startups. But let me leave you with one thought that I'm taking away from what you're saying, Jillian, and that is that lying to your early-stage startup team is suicide. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, we'll be right back at CEO Coach with Jillian Music. This is Ann Kennedy. More on how to get your business on the web with CEO Coach after this. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is authoritylabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white label. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. 
How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute.